Hey there, Conquerors, and welcome to another episode of the Conquering Columbus podcast. This is episode 189 of the show, and today we've got Jess Helmich and Paul Sherry of Dueling Axes joining us. And they've got a great story about starting their own business and uh, in an industry that maybe uh, was a little new and kind of exciting, but they took some risks and it paid off. And today they have a location here in Columbus. They're building one in Vegas. And I think you guys are really going to enjoy hearing from them about all the struggles and challenges and successes along their journey. So hope you guys enjoyed this episode. And as always, we hope you learn a lot. Before we get to that episode, though, as usual, we got to take a quick moment to thank all of our incredible sponsors here at Conquering Columbus. And that starts with Small Biz Cares. Small Biz Cares is a nonprofit founded by socially conscious community leaders here in Columbus, and their goal is to connect, mobilize, and inspire small businesses to create lasting positive impact in our community. Small Biz Cares members have the unique opportunity to work with like-minded businesses to raise money and participate in large-scale volunteer efforts and improve educational opportunity for youth in our community. To learn more, visit smallbizcares.org. That's smallbizcares.org. Conquering Columbus is also brought to you in part by the Sundown Group. The Sundown Group is an Ohio-based nonprofit helping connect entrepreneurs to everything they need, including investors, mentors, capital, and talent through business pitch events, workshops, and classes throughout the state. And you can get more information on the web at sundownrundown.org. And now I'm going to kick it back to Josh to tell you about our last sponsor, FMX. FMX is a cloud-based facilities maintenance and management software founded and headquartered right here in Columbus, Ohio. There's a lot of competitors in this space, but FMX has made a name for itself, become the fastest growing facilities maintenance and management software on the market on behalf of its extreme ease of use and tailored fit approach to its clients. They serve industries ranging from education to property management, manufacturing, fast casual, and more. If you want to check out more, you can go to gofmx.com. All right, Congress, let's get the show on the road. You could drop me anywhere on the planet in any environment and I might get you know my head kicked in in the beginning but I'll find a way to survive I'll find a way to get the job done yeah there's a little doubt but you know what once again I think of that guy in my ear I think about stepping up to the stage I think about the challenge like I've lost sometimes but I've won more than I've lost and so like I bet on me any day choosing greatness greatness doesn't choose you you know you have to choose it and yeah, it's hard. I think there was a hunger in me. There was a desire just to make a difference. There was a desire to not just be status quo, a desire to not be average. This is Conquering Columbus. Hey there, Conquerors, and welcome to another episode of the Conquering Columbus podcast. Today on the show, We've got Jess Helmich and Paul Sherry of Dueling Axes joining us. And Jess is the Chief Marketing Officer, and Paul is the COO of Dueling Axes, an axe throwing lounge here in Columbus that is helping to shape the fast growing industry, both here and with their new location in Las Vegas, opening in 2020. We're really excited to have them both on the show today to learn more about Dueling Axes and their plans for the future. Welcome to Conquering Columbus, gentlemen. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for having us. Yeah, yeah appreciate it. Glad, glad to be here. Definitely. And uh, so just to start off, maybe introduce yourself so everybody knows who's talking and, and where we're yeah, at. You no, know, this is uh, Paul Sherry, uh, COO of Dueling Access. And I'm Jess Helmich, CMO 
of dueling axes. Great. So thanks for the introduction. And, and I guess the first place to start is like, how do you get involved with an axe throwing company? <clears throat> yeah, it's a good yeah. question. Um, you had, you had, well, we found the idea, or Jess found the idea, and just in an article on LinkedIn. So we kind of just kind of bumped into it. Thought it would be a good business idea. Uh, we tried to poke as many holes in it as we could and convince ourselves not to do it. Because right, at the time it seemed crazy. Today it's uh, it's pretty popular, uh, just the concept of the industry. Um, but back when we discovered it, probably close to three years ago now, um, it it kind of was a crazy idea. Yes, yeah, it's, it's interesting because we are coming up on about three years since we've been working on the project. Uh, we've only been open like our physical location downtown Columbus for about a year and a half, but you know it started three years ago. And um, what's interesting is that it, the axe throwing as a um, <clears throat> an activity to go and do has been around for more than a decade in Canada, but it's only been in the United States for about five or six years at this point. So three years ago, it was still really new, and you come across something like that, and you're like, what? Someone's making money on throwing axes? You know, like, well, you've got darts, you've got bowling, why not? But it's axe throwing, and you just seemed so kind of out there, but but interesting. And um, you know, Paul and I have had some some business experience in our past and some management roles and working at top level um, business management and we're at a point where we're ready to do something for ourselves and when you come across something like axe throwing that catches your attention you're like well let's take a look at that but really like Paul said uh, we tried everything we could to talk ourselves out of this stupid idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and, and people tried to we had, we had several people tell us it was crazy and to not do it you know but it turns out if you do the math and people show up um, you know it it make, turns a profit, you know, and it's, it's a ton of fun. Uh, we went and tried it before we decided that we were going to take it seriously, and uh, there really is just something uh, surprisingly satisfying about sticking an axe in a target. You know, it's, um, it's something that's built into us from a, you know, from, you know yeah, from an evolution. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's super primal, and it feels good. Uh, and so you, you take that and turn it into competition, and it's just a really good mix of, um, of, a, of a great social outing. You make a good point, though, about the sharp objects getting larger. So it started with darts, and then, yeah. said something, and then now it goes to axes. Would you, have you guys thought of another larger sharp object that maybe you'll start your own? <clears throat> so actually, one of the, um, the, one of the governing bodies originally, uh, there's a regulation on how long the axe handle is. And just a few months ago, introduced a, a long handle version of regulation. So it, uh, is it called the long it's handle the, It's called big axe. Big axe, yeah. Big axe. And so it's a, um, like a legitimate wood chopping axe that you would expect, which we, which we don't throw. Right. Um, but but the length of the axe is it up. how long it takes to rotate and so how far you have to stand back. And so our lanes are built with a finite distance and we only have so much room in our space. So if we pull out the fireman's axe, you'll have to stand at the other wall you know, and yeah. huck this thing across the room, which we're not prepared to do. Um, no. Safety wise, and <laughs> we we did just get uh, ninja stars in today, though. So we, yes, we, we, we they were surprisingly difficult to find real metal ninja stars, um, but they got delivered today, and they're a lot of fun. Yeah, we're they they, they work. We're we're going to be doing some internal review of how we're going to make that <laughs> operation before we go public with it, but um, it is coming. We're going to be throwing ninja stars. Jeez, ninja <laughs> stars, axes. It's interesting to me that you guys would actually so like you actually have to think about. Well, hey, how fast can we spin this thing? It has to be able to at least go through one rotation to hit the board. Yeah, so, like, that distance is all planned out? Yeah, it's, and it's actually only one rotation and exactly one, right? And so, 
Uh, for, for our lanes, you're throwing uh, between 12 and 15 feet, which is, is really just a few feet further than you would expect to throw a dart. Uh, but the longer the handle gets, uh, the further away you need to be because it takes longer for it to make the rotation. And so uh, a lot of like the uh, highly competitive guys that, that you know, throw in the leagues, they play with shorter handled axes so that they can stand all the way at the front of the 12 foot um, fault line and be more accurate. And so you see those guys with shorter handles so they can be closer. That's one of the biggest questions. Everybody assumes that we're gonna pick up a fireman size ax and throw it from 50 feet away. You know, and so this is yeah. uh, it's a lot closer to what you would expect to be playing darts with. Um, you know, it's a, it's a, certainly a bigger uh, thing that you're throwing and the target's huge, but um, you know, it's not nearly as intimidating as what it sounds like at first. So maybe one by one, what does the background look like for both of you guys? Do you grow up like juggling saw blades? I mean, what, what is yeah. it? No, I, so my, uh, I, I grew up in construction. And so from, from an early age, I was uh, finishing basements, um, you know, interior, exterior work. And so I, I got my hands on a lot of the work. Uh, I got a degree at Ohio State in construction management. Um, you from Columbus? Yeah, I'm from Columbus. I grew up, yeah, yeah, uh, born and raised. And so um, I graduated in 08 uh, when the economy fell apart and no one was building anything, and so I had to get into sales. The easiest thing for me to sell was exterior remodeling, so that's what I knew. And then so it gradually went from that into um, the management of construction companies, most recently our roofing company, um, to get my business experience. And so um, being able to build the space was really nice because we had the experience to build it. It means we could build it to the way that we wanted, uh, save a ton of money um, renovating the space to as a startup, to, as a startup yeah, important. and actually had you know some legitimate construction skills in order to pull it off. But but really, you know, axe throwing for us is it really is a business decision, and and if it, it is a ton of fun, but if it wasn't a viable, profitable business, we we wouldn't have decided to do it. So we we certainly took a risk, assuming that people would show up. But as long as people show up, it does well, and that that was really the deciding factor of, of making sure that you know we could pay our bills and feed our families you know <laughs> yeah and I uh, I'm a transplant to Columbus and I'm uh, I'm originally from Southern California so I grew up in Orange County I uh, went to college at San Diego have a degree in uh, communication and psychology uh, really with the intent of going into marketing <clears throat> but wanted more background on how the brain worked and how decisions were made uh, especially in social settings uh, it's like a homemade market help drive my market yeah you're a Torero huh yeah <laughs> <laughs> Uh, USD, not USD. No, not USD. SDSU. Yeah, we were Aztecs. Okay. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Um, Mike's overly proud from being. Is that how everybody I'm, is from yeah, Southern California? Yeah, everybody from San Diego is a little bit like I am from San Diego. Are you? Yeah. Oh, I didn't. I grew know. up out there, so I grew up in uh, Penasquitos, which is like just uh, you know mm-hmm. east of Del Mar. Yeah. Uh, I spent a lot of time at uh, at Del Mar. I grew up in Orange County here, <laughs> Newport Beach, and um, my buddies and I would take the train down a lot. Yeah. Uh, with our bikes and. Um, you know, hit the track and right. stay down there one night and then train yeah. back up. It was fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> All right, that's enough talk yeah, about sorry. So my, I was actually an ocean lifeguard in ten, for 10 years in Newport. And uh, so I left that to move to Ohio for uh, now my wife. But um, a lot of my buddies were like, well, what are you going to do with your surfboard? <laughs> like, where, where are you going to surf out there? They have rivers? <laughs> Come on, guys. Anyway, um, mostly background in marketing. Also worked up, uh, all my business experience was with small business, uh, which I think gave me a unique, a unique set of skills because even from, you know, in college, like I worked at a flower shop.